Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you another breakdown of AEW Dark. This episode is AEW Dark episode 74. If I'm being honest, it's been a while since we actually saw this one. Yeah, right? I think about two weeks ago. So, yeah. Let's get down to... Yeah, let's dive right into it. The breakdown. Break it down! Welcome to the AEW Dark Breakdown of Episode 74. Excalibur, Taz, and Anthony Agogo are on commentary. First match of the night begins with Natural Nightmares and Nick Camarado versus Barry Morales and Jersey Muscle Society. An assisted diving bulldog by Camarado and Rhodes wins it. Second match, Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo versus SCU. The young Nightmare Boys stood no chance as the addiction lands the best melter ever to end it. For the third match, we got Jake St. Patrick versus Brian Cage. The machine known as Cage gets the W with his finisher, the Drill Claw! Match number four brings us Miranda Elise versus Nyla Rose. The native beast beats Elise with the Beast Bomb. Fifth match has VSK versus Pac. That bastard's brutalizer beats VSK. For the sixth match, we have Casey Navarro versus Sunny Kiss. Sunny gets a swinging split stunner for the win. Match seventh gives us Alex Gracia versus Ty Conti. Ty makes Gracia tap with a figure four sleeper submission. Eighth match has Ryan Nemeth versus Marco Stunt. After an FTR distraction, the Hollywood Hunk gives a simple neck breaker to Stunt for the win. Match number nine number nine, number nine, is Sean Dean nine, and Carly Bravo versus Pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Bernoni. Pretty Peter keeps it classy as he delivers martinis to Bravo to end it. Tenth match is fitting as it's Baron Black versus Ten. Dark Order's Ten picks up the win with a pickup powerbomb. Match 11 has Red Velvet versus Diamante. Shoutouts to Roddy Strong as Red lands a sick kick to finish it. And now for the 12th match in the main event of the evening, we got Jack Evans versus Joey Janela. Some dancing before the bout with Jack giving us some b-boy freezes and Joey showing off some moves La Parca would be proud of. Jack surprises Joey with a springboard Van Dam kick to the outside. He tries to follow up with the Sasuke special, but to no avail. Joey countered with his own high-flying moves as he lands a diving crossbody to the outside. We get some back and forth with a corkscrew enziguri by Jack, a Death Valley driver into the corner by Joey, a tope suicida by Joey, a second rope phoenix splash, a handspring back elbow, and a poison rana by Jack, but Joey is able to finish it with a thrust kick, a package pile driver, and a diving elbow drop for the one, two, three. All right. Well, uh, that was a lot of information taken in, like, uh, in like less than a minute. Yeah, so definitely. yeah, I'm trying to compose myself again right now. But, but I gotta say, like, in this episode. I mean, I'm gonna keep saying this until we see this guy again. I mi- we missed Australiano again. I'm dying for him to come back to uh, to Dark or AEW in general. I'm sure he's ripping it up somewhere else in another promotion, whether it's. Here, United States, Mexico, or even Japan, for all we know. But 
Um, but yeah, how about that first match with, with Dustin, the Nightmare family? Uh, Dustin, Nick Camarado, and Q, uh, QT Marshall against Very Morales and the Jersey Muscle Society. Right. Um, obviously, new Nightmare family member Nick Camarado joins the Natural Nightmares uh, in this outing. Uh, we're going to see... I think we're going to see a lot of Nick Camarado uh, to come. We have been seeing him on uh, Dynamite even, and especially on Dark. He's basically a standard. And yeah, let's get down to a few of the highlights. Uh, we got uh, uh, Tony starts the match. You started off uh, against Dustin, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, we got a standing moonsault by QT. I love seeing that. Ooh, yeah, Double so. Russian leg sweep by uh, the Natural Nightmares. We get a... Uh, no sell uh, by Nick Camarado on a very uh, Morales dropkick, which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And it was so it was supposed to kind of demonstrate his like strength for his invulnerability, sort of, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, that's what I thought. And we get an <laughs> assisted diving bulldog by Nick Camarado and uh, Dustin Rhodes for the win. Uh, second match, Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo, right? Uh, speaking of Nightmare Family, we got a bunch of Nightmare Family action on Dark. And this is no exception with uh, versus SCU. And line of the night contender from Excalibur, Anthony got another $1,000 deposited into his account. Pretty funny. Uh, because of uh, him mentioning uh, <laughs> him mentioning uh, the Nightmare Family like uh, a gym, right? Like a uh, wrestling school. Right. And yeah. uh, he was just putting it over. So, of okay. course, Excalibur is like uh, giving him a yeah. little okay. a little rib there. Uh, we get a backdrop neckbreaker combo uh, to CD. We get a springboard leg drop by uh, Frankie Kazarian. I just love that, man. When he just kind of... Uh, someone's on the mat, so he runs... A la, like a line assault from Jericho yeah. to the second rope, bounces off, turns midair into like that guillotine. I love that man. I, I can't get enough of that. Frankie Kazarian uh, utilizes a bunch of leg drops in his uh, arsenal. Who uh, Kaz? Yeah, Kaz. Oh yeah, yeah. he. I, I noticed he does like he does kind of like twisting leg uh, leg drops. He does like swinging leg drops, uh, standing leg drops off the top rope too. As even the, I think I've seen him do springboard. He kind of does like this thing. Too that I don't when we're writing down our notes, I'm not even sure exactly what to call it. I'm not sure if it has a name, but it's when uh, someone is kind of uh, half body on the the second rope, yeah, and he kind yeah. of uses like a leg drop to kind of like snap it like his back, so he just like uses uh, the top rope as elevation, uh, uh, brings his body up and just puts down the leg. Like a leg drop onto his back. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Sick. Yeah, I like that move a lot. Like a scissor kick, yeah. like a book yeah. of tea. Yeah. Like cut a kick. <laughs> and oh, I want. I really want to talk. Well, I want to very swiftly uh, talk about that Brian Cage versus Jake St. Patrick match. As you guys would suspect, all of, uh, all and any of you who follow AEW Dark, um, this match was a a wrecking. Crew sort of match, meaning well, I don't say wrecking crew. Just it was just a, it was a slaughter fest. Uh, Brian Cage was clearly gonna win. There's no build up behind Jake St. Patrick from our point points of view. Uh, he so as far as you know, we don't have he doesn't have any like allies. So really, what it is, I think he just tries to give 
Brian Cage a drop kick once, and then Brian Cage it barely phases him, and then Brian Cage just wrecks Jake throughout the whole match, just like throws him around, does a few body slams. I think he does like a snap suplex even, and then he finishes him. He finishes him off with uh, the drill claw, and that's really all it was. Yeah, uh, there's no way to build up a big, powerful guy in wrestling than to give him like a triple power bomb. Like, uh, yeah. like uh, what's called spot onto another guy, right? You got that with like Brock Lesnar's, right? And Brian Cage is no exception. Uh, the guy can do like a triple powerbomb to anyone, basically. And it was really cool because uh, he did two. And then on the third, he um, added a little bit of variation with a knee. Yeah. Literally using uh, power bombing the guy onto his knee. Very cool. Uh, I love stuff like that, you know, those little nuances. And yeah. Uh, that was definitely a, a big, uh, big time, uh, as you say, squash, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And then actually my spot of the night for me, which is um, the segment that immediately follows the match, it's just a segment of um, of the acclaimed rapping. Well, more more so Max Caster rapping in the segment. Uh, it was a segment with um, – they were – Making fun of a bunch of people, making fun of the musical duet between MJF and Chris Jericho. Well, it was really making fun of two people. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, Jericho and MJF for sure. There's no doubt about it. We did get some, you know, uh, in the past some diss tracks to like the whole like tag team division, but this was solely focused on their future opponents. Oh yeah, yeah, MJF that's right. Yeah, because uh, I think like the later the next day on Dynamite, they were having, they were gonna have a match. Yes, uh, which uh, they, um, which obviously M- inner circle members Chris Jericho and MJF ended up winning. But yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm just like, for me, it wasn't. It's not hard to sell this as a segment of the night for me personally because, um, as you guys heard in our previous uh, reviews of AEW Dark, uh, I'm a huge fan of the acclaimed. I'm a, I'm a huge. I'm a, I'm a fanboy. I'll, I'll admit. And I'm always going to be... I mean, even for the, when they end up having their match against MJF and Chris Jericho, I'm going to be rooting for them. Even though they're likely not going to win. So, which we they don't, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, this is potentially their best, uh, like, this track of uh, their AEW career, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, with, um, with both Max Caster and Anthony Bowens uh, making fun of uh, Judas... Right, like um, <laughs> Caster says, he doesn't remember the songs of Judas. Um, they were obviously, like you said, they were making fun of the uh, the dinner song, right? Yep. That they had. Although I do love that segment too. That dig at that that dig at Jericho for losing the belt, you know, shoot wise was pretty hilarious, right? In <laughs> uh, yeah, just background on that, uh, Chris Jericho. I mean, you know, quote unquote, lost the belt because when he won it, uh, way back when uh, AEW first started, yeah, first ever AEW World Champion, he had the belt in his possession, and he actually, yeah, I would suggest anyone go uh, listen to uh, Talk Is Jericho. He actually um, <laughs> plays, puts up a great defense on his behalf as to what actually happened. Right, there was some shady stuff going on, which led to the belt gone missing. 
right? Yeah. It was a great listen. I don't want to tell the whole story here. So if you have any time, uh, listen to Talk as Jericho. He talks about the night that he lost, that quote unquote, he lost the championship belt. But yeah, he, you know, he, it was technically in his possession and it was no longer, it was gone missing. The belt went yeah. missing. It was really yeah. funny. So they dig on that. And as another uh, story that they dig on is. Um, MJF, when he was a little kid, made an appearance on the Rosie O'Donnell show. And yeah, he before was, this, I did. I wasn't aware of that. He was a, like a little little kid, right? Like ten years old, like eight years old. I don't know. He was really young, and he was there to uh, sing or something. I have no idea what he was there for, but he ended up singing. Um, <laughs> what was that song? Uh, My little sunshine or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so even as a little kid, it looked like he was poised for. Um, greatness yeah great success one day in the, in the spotlight yeah so uh they uh, make fun of that they dress up as rosie O'Donnell and himself in the in that like interview that they had so very cool very funny i was cracking up uh yeah like i said i believe this is their best diss track of like their aw career moving on uh we had miranda uh alice alice Versus Nyla Rose. Yeah, Vicky. the way we would pronounce it would be Miranda Alice, but so American it, pronunciation. It's interesting. Sure. I'm not sure. It's interesting <laughs> because it might. This might be the first time that we get uh, a, a like a, a team name for both uh, Nyla Rose and uh, Vicky Guerrero, which is the Vicious Vixens. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool if this can become some sort of a stable. I don't know, right? Maybe add one more person. Uh, pretty cool, right? Because. Uh, uh, Vicky's a manager, right? So it'd be cool if she was managing like a tag team, right? Of Vicious Vixens right now. Uh, but, you know, to, as you would expect, Beast Bomb by Nyla destroys uh, Miranda. Yeah. And uh, we get a this little a bit squash. of. Yeah. And we get a, a little bit of insight you know, from, I believe, Excalibur saying that um, Miranda was um, potentially part of uh, Las Sicarias, which is. Yeah. So this set, this. One match kind of introduced potentially two future women's stables. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, uh, that's kind of big. That's kind of low-key huge, in my opinion. What if those two become something? Maybe they even become a rival. But that'd be kind of cool. Fifth match, Pac versus VSK. You cannot sleep on Pac. The guy's from England. He He's also a, a bastard. He is a bastard, for sure. And, uh, you know, we, we can't... Uh, actually, I feel like he. I haven't seen him on Dynamite in a bit, so you know, I definitely uh, am excited to see him in any match. Right? We get an Ushi Kuroshi by VSK, and then a Brutalizer by Pac is what finishes it off. Not a very long uh, match. Yeah, it was like two and a half minutes long, something crazy like that. Yeah, which you can expect uh, yeah. as someone yeah. of Pac's caliber facing VSK. You know, a a dark, uh, you know, jobber basically. Uh, Casey Navarro versus uh, Sunny Kiss with Joey Janela. Uh, Ricky uh, Starks comes out uh, for commentary. We get a taunt where Sunny Kiss does like her his um, kind of like a butt taunt, right? Yeah. Like, kind of shakes his butt a little bit. Yeah. And uh, he he does it towards Joey, and Joey <laughs> falls over. <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty uh, funny. Uh, and we, yeah, mention to them what Joey said on the commentary. Yes, too. yes. An- another line of the night potential. Uh, it's line, and it's uh, Joey Janela saying, goes up to the commentary booth, grabs the mic, and says, "You see that Taz? That's one of the most succulent asses in the business." That was actually my line of the night for sure. <laughs> so we got uh, another line of the night uh, by Ricky. Uh, he says, "You know, absolute." He says, 
Uh, he smells like stale coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> because he he went up to his headset. Yeah, Ricky's mic headset to, to talk. Yeah, so. and then um, you see like throughout, throughout the match, Ricky's like kind of like he he's cringing because like the taste I guess is in his mouth, and he's like making the like slurping noise, you know, like that, trying to get it out. And I'm really liking us seeing uh, this Joey Janela Sunny Kiss combo on Dark, right? Whether it be through matches, Joey Janela doing a look like they they. They are low-key, or really becoming a big part of Dark, right? Yeah, yeah I sure. feel like Joey has always had, like... I think I feel like these two, in particular, have always had their hand in uh, really cool, uh, interesting Dark matches. And I think they can be a staple of Dark, right? With, like, this is... this is You're going to see something like this again, right? With Joey go, uh, yeah. going on the comms a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Uh, Excalibur claiming it might be a thing, right? So uh, I can't wait to see uh, more of them, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, another line we get is uh, Ricky and Taz, right? They said that ha- um, when Sunny Kiss goes for his uh, rear view attack, right? A la Naomi in WWE. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Ricky's like, that happened to me once. And Taz is like, uh, in a match? <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> so uh, that was really funny. Uh, we got a pump kick by uh, Sunny Kiss. Uh, the Sunny Kiss signature twerk, right? That's a taunt that um, you're going to see very often in the Sunny Kiss matches. Uh, we got a triangle drop kick by KC. Um, and then we got the Axis and O's by, SK- by uh, Sunny Kiss to finish it off. That's like a swing stun- swinging stunner, right? Actually, no, sorry. We do not get the Axis Nose to, to finish it off. That is another uh, move of, ho- of his. And, yeah, the we get a swinging split stunner by Sunny Kiss. That was pretty cool, right? Like I said, I love the variations between moves, right? If you can add a split to a stunner, you know? How many times have we seen a stunner? A million times. Yeah. So if you can add something to it, very cool. Classic move. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> that uh, that's what ended the match. And then we get uh, Sunny uh, twerking and uh, Joey dancing. So yeah, I mean they're the, having the time of their lives. Very entertaining duo. <laughs> Is there any other match that you would like to go uh, in on in particular? Uh, so the mark. I don't want to get too deep into the match. I just want to voice my thoughts on the Ryan Nemeth Hollywood Hunk versus Marco Stunt, and Marco Stunt loses that. Due to interference from um, who's that? Who's that guy that kidnapped him? Those oh, uh, the people that kidnapped Marco Stunt on Diamond. Oh, uh, FTR and uh, Tully Blanchard. Yes, yes, they uh distracted Marco Stunt very briefly from the Titantron, and then that's how uh, Hollywood Hunk wins. Uh, I'm a big Marco Stunt and I'm a huge Jurassic Express fan, so I was pretty bummed when Marco Stunt lost. I mean, a huge underdog. I'm always rooting for, rooting for the guy. But other than, the, other than that, like, particular matches that, like, kind of really... Um, that kind of really had me on, my, on the edge of my seat was actually uh, the Jack Evans uh, versus Joey Janela match. Because, like, uh, I, the thing about that match is that Jack kind of... He, vu- he, ma- he rushed right out of the gate to do a springboard sidekick to Joey before the bell even rung. And then they were, you know, just beating each other. Well, Jack was beating up on Joey for about a minute or two. Then the bell finally rang. 
and then you just see Jack doing multi. There's a sequence for, or uh, like every other move for like thirty seconds. Jack does like a, does just keeps doing flips and the uh, like these moon assaults onto Joey. Like he does like a standing corkscrew senton, standing corkscrew moon assault. Uh, he does a phoenix splash even uh, middle ropes phoenix splash. And I just thought you know the the high flying moves, this, uh, corkscrew moves always have have me on the edge of my seat. So I loved watching Jack Evans do that in a sequence of like 30 seconds. I think it might have been like a minute long, but um, I <clears throat> I really really wanted to I really want Jack Evans to win that match, but I mean a guy can only dream, I guess. And Joey wins with a diving elbow. Yeah, right. Very good. Very good. Although I that did kind of get me a little agitated that of all the cool cool moves that Jack Evans was doing. Uh, he could do, I mean, an elbow drop is nothing to him. He wouldn't even do that. That's, like, not even in his mindset because he's not going to be doing, he'll do a move much, much more rich, much more, um, I guess, like, of a higher caliber than that. And then Joey Janelle wins with a diving elbow. Right. Uh, I think uh, if I want to uh, go a little bit into one more match, I would like to uh, talk about uh, the Pink Dream, Alex Gracia, and... Uh, in my opinion, one of the biggest rising stars in the biz, uh, Ty Conti, yeah. uh, being uh, coming to the ring by 99. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, uh, we get a submission uh, rolled out of the ring. Uh, we get an area code shot, you know, which is a tiger faint by uh, Alex Gracia, a hammer DDT by Ty Conti, which that I believe, I believe is something new that she's really uh, kind of uh, bringing into her arsenal, shout outs to uh, Andrade Cien Almas, right, formerly known as La Sombra. Uh, we get a knee strike in the corner by Ty, a pump kick by Ty, and then uh, this uh, very unique submission. I, I kind of, I think that I kind of call it like a figure four uh, sleeper hold kind of thing that she does. Um, so very cool. Uh, you know, I just I really like to see some growth in the women's division. And uh, if you stay tuned and listen to us uh, continuing to follow Dark and Dynamite, as well as uh, some other kind of uh, uh, YouTube uh, shows that AEW is kind of uh, throwing out there, we're going to get a lot more coverage for the women's division that is ever growing and, yeah. you know, is definitely getting a lot better yeah no i yeah i get what you're saying uh yeah they definitely come a long way from when they first started back in 2019 um but yeah like just i i honestly feel that month by month well kind of just the overall all divisions of aew but especially the women's division they've just been growing stronger and stronger right um so yeah uh you know i think uh we'll go into us uh, the top spot of the night you were kind of mentioning you had one already? Yeah, it was the uh, uh, Acclaim segment where Caster's rapping and dissing. Well, they're both they're dissing uh, MJF and Chris Jericho. They're trying to, like, kinda, trying to get a slightly slight mental edge on them, I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the second rope Phoenix Splash by uh, Jack Evans in our main event. That was um, just really impressive. Jack Evans is a 
really impressive wrestler to begin with and just stuff like that kind of always just brings me back and reminds me of how talented the guy is you know we're a big jack jack evans pod yeah. over here right yeah exactly and by extension a big uh, th2 pod so and I, I still think he's kind of holding back even a little bit too oh for sure he is so i, I kind of i just want to see uh, where he goes right maybe maybe uh, th2 can get a little bit of a, more of a push maybe they can uh join some sort of faction that would be pretty cool they did some kind of cool stuff uh well not uh angelico but jack evans with uh, john morrison back in the day johnny mundo yeah and the lucha underground days yeah yeah and real quick like i just looked up here the dude is 38 years old right now he's gonna be 39 soon hey there you go i thought you see jack evans has been along for forever so i (laughs) you can go back to the wrestling society x days on mtv that's how long he's been in the biz so the fact that he's still like under 40 is kind of surprising to me and it it gives me uh it, it makes me really happy because i well we i just got some more years out of well it. yeah i'm just impressed that you still even though he's in his late 30s and he's still able to do all this like all, all these crazy moves i mean i'm impressed <laughs> you so uh going to uh moving on to line of the night you said yeah. that your yours was uh the joey janela yes right? exactly uh, I think I just have to agree. That was hilarious. It made me laugh. It made, it made me uh, go back. You know, I guess I could kind of even say the line of night would be, you know, kind of your top spot of the night, right? Yeah. With the, with the diss track that uh, the Acclaim brought us. Like I said, uh, I need to give them huge props. That is probably their best diss track to date. So, um, yeah, we'll see uh, what the match brings. And spoiler alert, it's actually very good. They are impressing me more and more. I was not a big fan of them as they um, started out, but they're they've, they're growing on me. They're growing on me quick, man. So uh, look out for the acclaimed who have arrived. Um, do you have a taunt of the night by any chance? No, there wasn't a taunt that kind of like got me like, oh, that was awesome or, or that was sick. I got one for you. What? Which one? Joey Janela. Like I said, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela, they're just so entertaining, right? Joey Janela with a La Parca dance. Bringing it back to WCW. Oh, do you, La Parca. Do you think he was doing it? You was thinking La Parca with that? I don't know. I don't know if he okay. was, but you know, there's that tie-in, right? Going back to TNT WCW days. Uh, so, although La Parca, the the video showed me of his taunt, he does the way he does it. It's a lot stiffer, but it looks a lot funnier. So I like his better. It's really funny because you would think that if anyone were to do to do the La Parca dances. Uh, well, he does it all the time, somewhat, doesn't he? Uh, Pent- Pentagon Jr., right? Yeah, he, he does it very all the time. He, he does a yeah, very he does, he does, he does like a variation. A, yeah, he does. So like, he does um, it his own way. Jack, Jack Evans, uh, I mean Joey Janela, bringing that out was just hilarious, and uh, yeah, so that the that just does about. Ugh, let me start all over again. <laughs> that does it for us here at Relucha Podcast with the yeah. AEW Dark Breakdown. Uh, And yeah, thanks for joining and we'll see you next time. All right, later guys. Lucha! Lucha!